listening to Radio Owl's Nest. The songs of Martin Page, all day, all night, forever. So grab a cup of tea, settle down with us in the Owl's Nest. you all doing out there how are you <laughs> i hope you're feeling good i'm feeling good i got the incense burning got a cup of tea with a little bit of honey in it today which uh, feels extremely tasty and it's nice to have you along if you're there i hope you are our heads uh welcome along to another show of radio owl's nest the songwriters podcast where you only hear me 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 and even more of me and maybe even a bit more of me um <laughs> I thought, let's get going. Let's get going. Let's play a song or two. Um, That's what we're here for. Um, I'm going to play you a song, uh, a demo, um, called Ghost Town. Uh, When I was preparing this show, I played it and thought, "Ah, it reminds me when I first came to Los Angeles. Yes, the City of Angels. And I remember that it was all a bit daunting at first. And within a few uh, days, I think, I was in a party uh, with my heroes, Rufus and Chaka Khan. Although I don't think she was there, but the band Rufus was there. Um, and uh, there was a lot of drugs going around. And I'm not a drug taker, so they were very suspicious of me. But it did make me think straight away what a, uh, a town this was. Uh, full of great creatives, but also incredibly dangerous. Uh, I remember being in the car with Rufus and some hangers-on and somebody having an overdose and having to be sort of stopped, the car to be stopped. We had to get the person who was overdosed out and I was just staring at it going, ah, this is what the musical landscape's all about. And then that person had an overdose, got back in the car and off we went to another party. But it did make me think for a second like... um, I'm glad to be here, but I'm going to have to be careful. And that's what the story of Ghost Town is all about. The lure of the lights can also be the lure to um, darkness. Anyway, let's uh, play you the demo. Ghost Town. Baby came in from the south, beckoned by the city bells, another Beautiful face lost without trace. She's going where the angels are, innocent and young of heart. With a father's goodbye, she drives into the dark. In this ghost town, the soul became invisible. Where footprints vanish in the shifting sand.
a 16 track demo um, called Ghost Town and I was listening to a lot of Kate Bush then and uh, John Giblin playing uh, fretless bass so there I playing there on that demo my Aria fretless bass that I brought across from England and uh, it was transferred across from a DAT um, so I excuse for the quality of that but it's a very old demo there we are Ghost Town oh, Bootsy Ah. When I'm milking my cows, yeah. I see in my fields what? crop circles. My God. Does that mean uh? that my cows uh? are extraterrestrial? That's a bit bloody wild to think that. I mean, they're cows. Cows are cows. Nice to hear my Hampshire accent there. <laughs> That's where I came from. And um, I'm going to... That reminded me, when I played soccer, and every time I played in London, they'd say, all oh, you lads that come from Southampton, you're all yokels, you're all farmers. Good to hear that accent again. Bootsy, Bootsy, the wise one, will be with you a little later. How <laughs> the elves. <laughs> I do like those owls up there in the rafters. They make me feel comfortable. Hey! I thought I would try something just a little teeny bit different. Uh, would you like to hear a song um, that I'm actually writing? Uh, no, came the cry. Um, well, you're going to hear it anyway. I just thought it would be um, interesting for you to hear a song absolutely uh, right at the beginning. It's a song called Emily, and I'm basing it on writing about Emily Dickinson, who... Um, I'm a great fan of. Um, her poetry has always, through my life, motivated me. And um, I'm writing this song called Emily. And it's uh, guide vocal. It's only the first vocal I've done. Lyrics are being processed. Uh, the music isn't finished. It's sort of being built up from a very, very bare place. So I thought I'd play you something that has only just been started. So please forgive all the roughness. And uh, this is uh, early stages of a brand new song called Emily.
and a virgin kept the stars still burning. It feels like being naked, I must admit, after all these years. Still, when you play something um, so raw, so right at the beginning, um, you still feel a bit insecure. But um, I thought I would play that to you so you could hear how a song is developed and comes together right from the very beginning, right from the essence. And uh, um, hopefully I will finish in the not-too-distant future. Um, that's the build-up. That's just the drum machine, me working out the chords, doing one guide vocal, and then doing guides of what I think might be some backgrounds and some... Uh, the arrangement isn't quite right, uh, but I'm getting concepts as I go. So I thought I would play you... Yes, I'd better put my clothes on. I feel quite naked. Uh, playing a brand-new song that I'm working on right at this time, right at the beginning. That's a song called Emily. Well, I think it's time to go uh, right down into that creepy place. Yes, pry open the door, move the cobwebs away from the eyes. Uh, see the scampering. Ah, yet another door to get through, another creaking door. See the tarantulas moving left and right. It's time to go into... Ah, oh, Igor. Thank you, Igor. Uh, I really appreciate that you eat the tarantulas that are around here on the floor, keeping you meaty, big and bouncy. Yes, we're back in the vault, and we're all the way back to 1993. I wrote a song with the blue-eyed soul boy Paul Young, and uh, it was a song called The Only Game in Town. I had to look at that. I forgot it. That's terrible, isn't it? When you get to my age, you go like, what did I write? What was the title of it? Anyway, yes, it was called The Only Game in Town, and uh, Paul put it on his fifth solo album called The Crossing. Now, we did this demo uh, on 16-track here in the Owl's Nest, which was just a 16-track studio back in the day. And I played all the instruments, and Paul did all the lead vocals. He wrote the lyrics, and uh, we did harmonies together. And uh, it was a really nice, tidy d demo. And Dom was, was producing the album, and uh, uh, he loved the demo. And he asked me to get the 16-track uh, uh, demo the reel actually from my studio to deliver it to the studio where they were making it in Hollywood So he wanted to transfer some of my things uh, From my demo across and I thought well, that's a nice thing. No big deal um, I'll get credit for it, but I didn't the bugger um, and they transferred everything Absolutely everything including Paul's lead vocal um, that I'd recorded here and, and uh, comped and put uh, together Everything from my demo was transferred across. Absolutely everything. Even the air in the owl's nest was transferred across. Even the smell of the room. Everything was transferred across onto that record. And all they did was put uh, Jeff Beccaro, the wonderful drummer from Toto Days, um, he played live drums on it. But everything else was the demo. I can't reiterate that. It was strange. When I heard the record, I thought... It's my demo. Um, <laughs> even me playing guitar, which was thrown down rather quickly, but they seem to keep, they seem to like it. So um, if uh, I'm going to play you the demo now, the original uh, with my drum programming on the Lindrum. This was the demo that was transferred across for the record, and then Jeff Picaro put on um, very, 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 very skillful live drums. Um, so what you're really listening to is the demo that is actually the record. So here we are, the only game in town by Paul Young and yours truly.
there we are the only game in town 16 track demo that actually became the master um, as I said Jeff Beccaro played live drums on the actual recording and I think possibly a guitarist was involved in putting some bits in there as well but uh, in general it's everything you hear there um, that is an Owl's Nest recording <laughs> on Paul's uh, major record um, it was a delight to write with Paul and uh, just listening to the track then brought back such warm memories analogue demo as well Ooh, you could feel the earth you could feel the dust you could feel the bass and uh, Paul um, and I had a lot of fun 
And uh, what a falsetto. I mean, really, when you think about it, Paul has so much character in his vocals. And I was determined before he came over to me on his Harley Davidson motorbike, I could hear him roaring up the street. I thought, I better get my shit together and uh, prepare for this. Uh, I was preparing songs that really had a feel of the old Motown and the old R&B written into the core of the songs that I could present to Paul. And uh, what a vocalist. Um, Really enjoyed doing that demo. Anyway, that's a... From a songwriter's point of view, you know, when you finish a demo, you think, yeah, they'll take it off, uh, they'll copy it, they'll do what they want to do. But to actually transfer the whole thing, the whole demo across in its entirety was pretty unusual. Um, It would have been nice to have gotten a production credit, but that's life. Uh, The only game in town. Hi, this is Trevor Thornton here, the unfortunate drummer behind Q-Phil. Who? Sorry, I'm still recovering in the asylum. Who cares? I'll get better. I don't know Thank who you, you for your sympathy. I don't, I, I don't know who you are. Let's move on. A long time ago, some time ago, uh, a great supporter of mine, a gentleman called Matt Sizer, um, asked me what music I was listening to. This was ages ago, and I said, well, he said, you should put that in your Radio Owlsnest show. Tell us what you're listening to and what you're playing. And uh, I said, yes, that's a great idea. And then all through season two, I totally forgot. But here we are coming towards the end of, uh, I suppose, season two, and I remembered. So uh, thank you, Matt. Um, I thought I would let you know um, the music I'm listening to at the moment. I'll, um, I'll mention five artists that I'm and CDs uh, and downloads and streaming that I'm actually enjoying at this moment. Uh, so thank you, Matt. Uh, uh, at last, I get to it. Well, I'm listening to Martin Page, me. <laughs> All his albums. No, uh, let's be serious for a second here. Um, So, uh, number one, um, I've been listening to uh, a brand new album, well, quite new, which I uh, bought not long ago, downloaded, uh, yes, I wish uh, I stayed in the CD realm more, but I downloaded this because I was excited. It's uh, a new album by Olafur Arnolds, Um, it's an album called Some Kind of Peace, Um, some fantastic ambient records, uh, instrumental records by Olafur Arnolds. uh, I think he, yes, he did the Broadchurch uh, soundtrack as well, the great BBC TV series. Um, so that's his new album. A lot of you know that I do like authentic folk music, and uh, I uh, bought an album called Blow Boys Blow by A.L. Lloyd and Ewan McCall, and those are the real authentic uh, purveyors of old folk. It's called Blow Boys Blow. Fantastic tracks on there. Uh, originals, you know, um... Uh, A.L. Lloyd is very well known for uh, looking back into the past and finding those tracks that are hidden in the uh, history of great authentic folk. Uh, Also listening to uh, a great album by Nils Fram, another instrumental record. Uh, I think it's his latest record called Empty. Um, Beautiful, evocative instrumental music there by Nils Fram, an album called Empty. Uh, I love my classical music and you can't beat Bach um, for some of those incredible bass lines. And uh, there's an album by Masaki Suzaki, uh, Bach's Organ Works, and I enjoy playing that. Um, I've always loved the sound of the organ um, in churches. Um, It's always attracted me, uh, the ambience of, and this is a... Uh, all uh, organ works by Bach, and that's Mazaki Suzaki. And my great friend, um, Jack Hughes, uh, from Wang Chung Days. He's released his first solo record um, last year. It was called Primitive, and I like listening to that. Uh, not only do I think um, Jack is now expressing absolutely what he's all about, Primitive is a wonderful double album. Touches upon, you know, great prog, uh, great experimental, great jazz and all that and jack's vocals are still incredibly uh, potent so that's primitive um that's uh, cd5 so but i want to talk about uh, let's go to cd6 that i got it's uh, by uh, the wonderful johan johansson um the great composer that we lost not too long ago who did the music for wonderful soundtracks and and, uh, particularly Arrival, that great movie. Um, It's an album uh, called The Miner's Songs, a soundtrack um, uh, from a a film and it's called The Miner's Songs. Very haunting and uh, sometimes uh, I play that around the house just to haunt uh, the atmosphere. Johan Johansson, 
the minor of songs. You should check out all his work. It's pretty powerful. So thank you again, Matt. It only took me a whole year to respond to you requesting that every now and then in my shows I should say, well, tell everybody what I'm. my ears are taking in. Thanks, Matt. Well, I'd like to play you a brand new song. Um, uh, came to me not too long ago. Um, pretty uh, instant in writing this. Uh, it came quite quickly and it felt uh, quite instant in every way. Um, in, in a lot of ways, it's a biographical song. Uh, I had memories of uh, uh, my gran, my nan, and um, I had a sense of what it must be like to um, for people to grow older and be parted from the ones they love. And only uh, memories really uh, can bring back the ones you loved. And uh, possibly looking at a photograph will will trigger what your family was and how close you were to your family and how um, time changes the world for the, a lot of the people that live on. And they have to relate really to their their memories to keep them relevant in their lives. Anyway, a very intimate song and it's called They Will Marry. It's a new song called They Will Marry. Ah, ah, that blissful music. That blissful music that plays in supermarkets, in elevators and in waiting rooms generally all across the country. I fall in love with music because a lot of my songs still get played there. Um... (laughs) We won't go into that because it does bring me down. 
But what this music really signifies is a special moment in the show that we've all been waiting for. Yes, the moment when the great feline genius of Ironing Board Records, Bootsy, will answer all the questions from the suffering world out there. He's been fed 17 pouches of Fancy Feast, tuna shrimp and whitefish, tuna anchovies and whitefish and wild salmon and vegetables. So it's again, Bootsy is psyched up and it's time for... The Wisdom! And today's question comes from One Hung Lo from Tokyo, Japan. Ah, hello, Bootsy. I'm a One Hung Lo from Tokyo, and I'd like to know, should I pursue a career in a karaoke? I do like a good sing-along. Ha! During a trip to the vet, I attempted to ask the doctor about my worsening depressive state, but he just checked for gunk in my ears. Or is that the catnip speaking? <laughs> no. The Wisdom of Bootsy. Ah, yes, uh, I like karaoke as well, and I hope that answered one Hunglo's question from Tokyo in Japan. Thank you again, Bootsy. You can now return to your cat bed. Well, I suppose it might be the time to uh, just, you know, release the Kraken. What do you think? Release the Kraken! Ah, uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. You know, it's that time in the show when you think, well, let's, uh, why don't we just take a chance and... Uh, release the Kraken! Yes, release the Kraken. Thank you so much, Liam Neeson, for uh, uh, doing that for me. I had to pay him a lot of money for that. And there's not a big budget for Radio Owlsness, as you can probably imagine, but... Uh, release thank the you. Kraken! OK, 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 Liam, take it easy, take it easy. The Kraken will be released. Those Irish guys, they're just uh, stubborn buggers, aren't they? Anyway, I'm uh, going to play you a song from a alter ego band of mine, and they're called Zeke Munro and the Flashheads. Release the Kraken! Bloody hell, he's getting, he's getting excited, isn't he? So here's a song called... The Grand Design. It's me having great fun and going back to the era of the 80s. Let's go.
Jatsik Monroe and the Flashheads. Oh, there's a big surprise. That's an incredible... I think I'm going to have a heart attack and die from that surprise. Great release, great fun for me to be in the studio and let go. Okay, keep quiet. Uh, that wasn't Liam Neeson. <laughs> That's what happens. I don't control the faders in the studio and strange effects appear. Anyway, back to Zika Munro and the Flashheads. Uh, I just wanted to put all the synthesizers in the studio and relive uh, that period uh, in the 80s when we really did uh, seem to uh, connect with um, spontaneity gaiety and fun and synthesizers really became the law of the land uh when i was singing this i, I sort of saw a mixture of feeway bill of the tubes and uh, bella lugosi <laughs> yes that's quite a amalgamation of characters uh but that was zeke monroe and the flashheads and i've every now and then i step away and uh try to create a song in that different world and become somebody else it uh, keeps you alive keeps you on your toes and uh Keeps you uh, having a laugh now and then, doesn't it? Becoming Bella Lugosi meeting Feeway Bill meeting Mr. Page in the Owl's Nest is yes. Like... Shut up, Liam! That's the bell, the tinker bell, the little bell. Let's do it again. <laughs> Shivers up the spine. That means it's time for um, quote of the month. Yes, not day, not week. Quote of the month. The moment when you go, my God, not only is he a songwriter, a singer, a bass player, but he's a profound thinker. Yeah, I can only dream, eh? Anyway, the quote this month. Take it all in. Concentrate now, children. Concentrate. It comes from Henry Van Dyke. And I like this quote. So from Henry Van Dyke, he says, Use what talent you possess. The woods would be very silent if no birds sang except those that sang best. (laughs) Yes, take that in for a second. Take that in. Um, From Henry Van Dyke. Hi. I'm the guy who plays drums uh, behind uh, Martin Page not in Q-Phil. Not again. And let me tell you, it sucks. Look, I don't care. The hours are long and the pay is lousy. We don't care. But anyway, you're listening he? to Radio Hours List with Martin Page. Yeah, all Good right. luck. For goodness sake, who is this Trevor Thornton? Shut the door. Keep this man away from the studio, please. Hi. I'm no, the guy no, who no, plays no. drums no, behind no, Martin no, Page no, in no, Q-Phil. No, 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 no more of that. No more drummers on the show. Here's a song from my album In the Temple of the Muse And it's a song called When Johnny Sang the Blues When Johnny sang the blues I saw you waiting that station And just one more time, baby
from an album of mine called In the Temple of the Muse, which was released in 2008. It was track nine on the album, and I loved playing live bass on that track. On the end, I just let it all hang out, and uh, particularly proud of the bass on that track. Um, it reminded me of Liverpool when I grew up. Uh, there was The Beatles came from there, and we were watching them on TV, and it had such a romantic era and atmosphere and the whole city of Liverpool, um, which I think still it still has, has that aura of um, the Mersey sound romanticism, if there's such a thing. Well, we're coming to the end of the show. I'm staring up here at the clock and it seems we've done 48 minutes and 28 seconds. So um, I do want to play you a special song uh, from an album of mine called Fugitive Pieces. Uh, for me... Uh, the most intimate album I've ever made. And there's a track on that album called Forgive, a very short piece, but um, it was very emotional to write this song. And um, the words relate to a relationship uh, that I've had, a very personal relationship, and how hard it is sometimes to get things right. And so I'd, I really do want to play you this song. It feels the right time to play it to you. It's called Forgive, and it's from my album called Fugitive Pieces. While the belly dances twirl 
Could you mend us with your needle and stitch and give the deepest gift forgive? How on earth, while the man was flying Trying to go beyond the sky Could you walk across this broken bridge And give the longest kiss And forgive How? Forgive From an album of mine called Fugitive Pieces, that's a song called Forgive. And uh, it was a, an album that came to me literally over three weeks. I wrote a song a day, and I, and I made myself write a song a day. Um, uh, I was going through quite a blue period, and I thought this is going to keep me fresh and keep me uh, let creativity heal me through this period. And these songs, I didn't even write the words down. Uh, it was a stream of consciousness. And it related to every part of my life. Over that three-week period, um, it all came back to me. Uh, my childhood, my career, and my relationships. And so Fugitive Pieces became like a diary album to me. So there we are. Um, forgive from Fugitive Pieces. Now, is that not the greatest sound in the whole wide world? The kettle boiling. I'm glad you agree. Yes, it is paradise to just hear that ball. It does signify, though. It does signify we've come to the end of another Radio Owl's Nest extravaganza. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for being there. Boy, we've done a, nearly a whole season again. Who would have thought? But uh, thank you, uh, Owlheads. Uh, if there's anything you enjoyed listening to here uh, on the show, uh, yes, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, all those places, uh, my uh, ditties and my tunes are up there. So um, just thought I'd let you know. Release the Kraken! No, 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 Liam. No, Liam. Um, surely there's a, another movie you should be making right at this moment. Uh <laughs> I didn't pay him much, but he keeps on turning up. Anyway, it only remains for me to say thank you again for being along. I never finish a show without uh, making a compassionate plea to you all to be compassionate to the animal world out there. Um, fur farms, which are so cruel, are not only horrific places where animals are driven insane by captivity before they are brutally killed, but they are also potential risks for the spread of pandemic diseases. So we must not support the companies that are dealing in the fur trade. Animals feel exactly the same as us. Fear and pain. Let's be compassionate to our animal brothers and sisters. Stay healthy. Stay happy, look on the bright side of life, and I will see you again next time in the Owl's Nest. Aha! Hello, Mootsy. I'm a one-hung law from Tokyo.